before. What if, um, what if we just my- talk in Italian mafia accents? <laughs> Literally, Mike for the was whole like- episode. <laughs> like, Mike- but but without hey, telling Josh. Hey, Josh. The Godfather. Hey, Josh. How you doing? Make you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah, let me I'm make a- you an offer. <laughs> let me make you an offer you can't refuse, huh? <laughs> hey, come here. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You're listening to Marketing Major with Alex and Mo podcast by students for people who are curious about marketing. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking this is, this is also, this, this entire episode is going to be very, very full circle. You guys are going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to realize why in a bit. It's also full circle because you're in, correct us if, if, if we're wrong, you're in the JDC office in Biz Lounge in the business building on the U of A campus, correct? I am indeed. Do you remember, both of you, do you remember um, being in that same area in the UM office a few months ago, recording our intros and picking out our music and doing all that beginner stuff? Yeah. That day was magical. Doesn't that seem like forever? We were just like cooking up in the studio. We were just like (laughs) cutting. I, I I had Adobe Audition open. Yes. We were playing, like we were just like improvising on the mics, just doing random intro- intros and stuff. And I was like editing as we were recording and it was wow. just so chaotic. And then <laughs> and at the end, we thought we lost everything because we couldn't find the, we couldn't find the audio file and we were like freaking out. And I just like control Z the, the shit out of my keyboard. <laughs> until oh my gosh oh yeah i remember remember like things got shuffled around and we lost everything that we like stuff that stuff stuff that took like Like two hours hours, two hours of editing on the door was gone in a split second and all looked at each other like what the fuck just happened (laughs) but i was just reminiscing i was i was reminiscing today and i was thinking about how that that feels like it's been forever ago but maybe it's not maybe it's like a few but seven eight months ago something like that well, that's wow. what I was trying to get back into. I was trying to record from the UM office. It feels kind of weird to record from another, another club's room. <laughs> yeah, but I was so, just like, I just wanted to go back to the studio, you know. So that that was yeah. the energy I was trying to channel today. But like, it's mm-hmm. still in sight, so you can still draw some energy. From yeah, no, it. You, I you see can it. see it. You can see it. Yeah, you can you can draw some energy for sure. <laughs> for sure. Hey, for for those who haven't realized it yet, this is the first ever totally unscripted episode of the marketing major from day one of season one to season three episode eight all those have been every Every single one has been questions prepared (laughs) every word we're we're reading the whole time scripted we all have we we all have teleprompters and we've been reading this whole time you couldn't tell Um, by how cool and calm and collected we always are we're all, we are we're all such prolific writers that we were able to put yeah. those scripts together and make it feel like it's all off the cuff but we yeah. predicted mm-hmm. we would predicted where we would stumble in advance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we just played the part exactly so this this is this is going to be the very 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 first unscripted rogue episode of the marketing major unreal i'm uh, i'm pumped this this it feels different you know we can address it like this feels like a different recording it than does recordings. it does um for those who for those who don't know this is my very last one you know every everything comes to an end all all great things come to an end they have to you know we had to 
transition from Josh last year. And it's just that time of the year again. And I feel the nice thing is I feel really good about this. I feel good. Yeah. I feel good about this. Like there's no regrets or like apprehensiveness or anything. I feel great. Guys, it's actually, it's actually summer now. Ah. Actually nice out. I went for a walk today. It was so nice. I like your shirt. You were right that it's a very Vooch shirt. It is. It is, it. it is very Vooch copy. <laughs> I, I just came up with that. Vooch copy. Vooch it's, uh, and it's also, it's also, it's, it's, it's Adidas, but technically it kind of supports local because I bought it from Foosh. Shout yeah. out to Foosh. Love that spot. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, it's a little local support and on my shirt. Um, any updates? See, any updates on the dress? Anything you've been hunting down, Janaya? Because I know, <laughs> I know, I know oh, there's, there's some there were some stressful situations. <laughs> Let me just tell you that buying things, it does not like satiate the need. It just makes you want to buy more things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the that's the beauty of it all. <laughs> so I did end up buying not the dress because it was still out of stock. <laughs> Oh, I bought man. another dress from Australia and I paid like $60 in duties for it. But anyway, I will say that most of the shopping that I've been doing is on mm-hmm. Poshmark. So it's not like I'm like buying anything new. I'm just buying used, you know, circular economy vibes. So as, um, as, as someone as someone who doesn't know, just like give me like a two cents and two give me a two sentence synopsis. Sentence synopsis. Fuck. Give me a two sentence synopsis. <laughs> Um, of what Poshmark is, because I'm not too familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's an app, basically a real resale app. So anyone can use it to sell their mm-hmm. clothes. Um, and it's actually so nice. Like it coordinates everything for you. So you can buy and sell and all payment is through the app. Um, wow. And they'll send you like a shipping label to send your items and things like that. And you get tracking wow. notices and everything like that. It's really great. Um, so it's, it's like basically, a Kijiji, but like slightly less sketchy because you don't have yeah. actually how and everything like our, happens. Yes. <laughs> when I, when I think of resale, I think of like, ridiculous like price hike ups is it is it, is it like that on Poshmark are things no. super expensive no it's not like it's not really curated it's just like people like oh, cleaning yeah. out their closets or switching things up like if they don't wear something anymore so I have so many things that I wear anymore usually I just yeah. throw throw them in like the donation box like near my gro- my grocery store yeah you know yeah. Uh, usually what I do just like someone probably get a better use out of it yeah um I might just keep doing that or I yeah, might just like give it to someone else. Or I, might, I, might, I might try out. I might try this Poshmark thing. You should, Poshmark. yeah. There's it's for men too. Like there's like a men. I know. I'm yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking of of well it's you know it's it's a new it's a new summer which means you got to go buy a, a brand new pair of of Air Forces. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like the rule. Like seasonally, you have to buy like a crisp pair of Air Forces. So my uh-huh. Air Forces from last year look like trash right now because they've just been my beaters. So mm-hmm. I was thinking of getting rid of them. I'm like. I was like, he's storing forces in the donation thing. I'm like, that's kind of a wild concept, but I'll do it. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm not against it. Your, why don't you wash your forces? I do, I do, I do. It's just like, they've just been run down. They've just been wow. really, really, really run. I've worn them that much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm really bad at rotating my shoes. To, yeah, you do tend to just like live in... In forces. And like, I have, I have like, it's not like I don't have shoes. I have so much other shoes, but I'm just like obsessed with like keeping them like, not in pristine, but like making them mm-hmm. last. So I just don't wear them as often. My forces just get beat up. So shit kickers. Exactly. So (laughs) I I was like, do I just like throw these forces in the donation box? So like do I like try to sell it to somebody? But like maybe Poshmark is a more suitable place for something like some air forces. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. You could try. I could. 
Wait, what's what's the harm in trying? Am I right? Hey, what's the harm what's, in trying? What's the harm? <laughs> Have you seen Superstar? I've been told by a family friend to watch it, but I haven't gone to it yet because I'm in the middle of Parks and Recreation. Uh, so yes. good. Which I'm so sad that I've slept on it for so long, and I really? just want to like, I just oh, want to, no. I just want to publicly apologize to the universe because <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get bad karma. Because oh, like God. I've always like just scroll past it and be like, eh, I don't think it's for me. The show was literally made for me. Like I. I'm having such a good time watching it. I'm cracking up at 2 a.m. in the morning most oh. most days. Um, but this yeah, so a- once once I get through that, I might try out Superstore. This is brutal because Mike's been trying to get me or Mike's been trying to get me to watch Parks and Rec now, even before we started watching Superstore. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It feels like it's kind of past its cultural moment. And now it's, he's going to hear not- this and be like, it's not I it's told not you. It's, it's it's so good shows. it's so good yeah. it's mm. it's it's timeless and while mm. there are some situations like you know how people say like friends is super problematic mm-hmm. this one it like it like walks a fine it's like right near where the line is but does it doesn't really do anything too problematic and like mm. in the show they're always like correcting themselves when something like someone says those characters who are like their role is to say fucked up shit mm-hmm. and then those people who are like you can't say that but it's still very funny now this what i'm about to say is extremely true i'm just scared mm-hmm. because this other show has a lot of like really intense fans but yeah. parks and rec is almost exactly like the office vibes oh uh, and it's he's close. trying to get it's, me to watch that close. too you haven't watched you the haven't office? seen the office i've seen episodes of course like okay. i'm not this I'm summer not, like, completely... this summer this summer you're gonna start <laughs> oh, with the no, office no 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 no, 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 no. I'm but not I joking. I feel like it's past the moment. And okay. it was ruined by Tinder moment. for me because literally everyone on Tinder, every okay. girl on Tinder, but also guys as well, are like. I understand. Because <laughs> okay, now, now, in their bio. Now, now that you're in a now that you're in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't need, need Tinder, Tinder anymore. anymore. <laughs> um, um, watch those shows. The summer you're gonna start. You're gonna start with The Office, and then you're gonna do Parks and Rec right after, and that's the end of this discussion because Josh is here. Hello. It's, Hi. It's the Podfather. <laughs> He's back. Thanks for having me. How's it going? I'm great. How are you been? That's 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 what we want to know. How have you been? Good. Looks like you got a green screen behind you. Uh, yeah, I painted my walls green. <laughs> so nice. little, a, a little a little Zoom hack for you. If you want green screens, you don't have it. Just paint your walls. <laughs> you really committed to the whole online thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I was anyway. I was. I've been way ahead of everybody. I knew this was going to happen. I knew we were going to go online. So I had the green screen ready to go. Mo painting his room with a tin hat. He's like, it's going to happen. It's gonna gonna, happen I'm going to need it. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so people probably recognize that voice. I don't, I don't know if you have to, I guess just for the sake of formality, we'll get you to introduce yourself really quickly. Um, but if you don't know already, this is? Josh Radisitz. That old chemistry <laughs> mo. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just graduated actually. So I graduated in April um, and I did my Bachelor of Commerce in Marketing and well, I guess started in September of 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a, a long time ago. Um, and then, yeah, obviously did the podcast and then had Mo join and we did it together. And now 
I was crushing it this year with you two, so fun to be <laughs> here. So you're you're being very modest by saying I did the po- you started the podcast you, from <laughs> scratch. You did it all on your own for a year. But um, Josh, what you what you've been up to? Like, what's 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 uh, new with you right now? Well, I mean, professionally, just working at FK, and then I don't know. It's it's a weird time to be working. Like, I was talking to my colleagues the other day, and it's funny. Like, I haven't even met some of them in person, but we just spend like every day together on zoom and stuff but i've never actually met them like one lady was saying she's only five foot three and she's like wondering how tall i am <laughs> it might be our uh, chemistry might be a little off when we actually see each other in person <laughs> that's so funny yeah the, the, people keep saying that that like i have no idea how tall these people are so it's weird <laughs> when we get back though, to talking in real life people sitting in their zoom call give off like tall person or short person energy this is a very real thing really what, what do i give yeah. what do i give what do i give be honest <laughs> you, you don't uh when you sit like that maybe but i, I think like josh is giving me like tall dude energy oh yeah for sure. josh josh is tall josh is not less than six two josh 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 is an athlete for those who don't know this guy's a complete athlete that plays this guy plays hockey he bikes everywhere this guy's it's a, right in the back a there I yeah, guess he's like now. He's ready to go yeah, at any given ready time. To go, yeah. and, and I know I know that was placed purposely in your Zoom background as a conversation piece. Yeah. I, I oh, don't oh, act like thing? it wasn't. Oh, this whole this thing? Man, oh. This man thinks in podcasts. Oh, of, course. Yeah. of course. Of course. The, the original podcast mind. Yeah. But is this, is this um, a real thing? Do you Are you surprised by some of like the heights of people that you've never met, but only through Zoom? Do you ever think this person's tall in your heads, any of you? Or is this just a thing that I think about? <laughs> Not me, but I mean, I don't know. No. People have brought it up to me and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. But like, I've never asked it myself, I don't think. Mm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It just catches me off guard when you see the person for the first time. So yeah, Josh, wow. you, you, your, your uh, experience is not too different from our experience running this podcast <laughs> yeah. this year. I don't know True. if the first one counts as a hangout. We were like working, <laughs> like it was working. No, nah, that counts. Okay, so then, so then we can count every single recording as a hangout because. No, no, we were... but we're talking about in-person hangouts, dude. I guess. Mm. I guess. Get with it. Get with it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still adjusting to this. To this, um, uh, these these unpre- unprecedented times. I'm still oh trying to figure it out. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's been weird it's been weird um, but like josh outside of work what what do you do because you have so like i want to get back to let's get back no 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 hear me out i want to get i want to talk transition but i think yes. i think i'm i'm in your spot a year ago now and i'm trying right. to figure shit out so i would love to know about your story and what like what it was like for you to graduate so like talk us like and maybe, into a pandemic too and <laughs> in, in, in the beginning I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm doing it like fingers crossed like the end of whatever whatever that right. means the end of the pandemic you were doing the beginning so like maybe start this don't go into much detail but like start at like the first day after you're done your last assignment or final and then like skip through a few weeks and months to tell us like how you transitioned over time all right, I'll try to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really weird. Like it was a weird experience. I've never been like largely unemployed, like not having anything to do. And it was, so it was weird to graduate and then just have nothing to do. Like I, I did some odd jobs, like just trying to keep busy, but nothing that you'd ever put on your resume. So that was that was definitely a weird experience. And I remember feeling like a lot of pressure too to try to get something because it felt like 
everything had stopped and you're just like panicking to find something. Um, so I definitely remember like there was a couple of months where it was just definitely really tough because you're like, you feel like, like you start looking back on your university career and you feel like maybe you should have done more, anything like that. And you just kind of start questioning it because there's no results coming. And then like um, Alex was talking about the Old Strathcona Business Association. That's actually the first job I got out of school because they had a summer position opening up. So that wasn't until even June. So from April, April to June, I actually didn't do anything besides like reaching out to people um, in the industry and trying to stay connected. But it was a lot of just like, you know, we'd, we'd love to help you out, but there's nothing we can do right now kind of thing, which was totally understandable. But I, um, well, we actually did a few of those series. Um, I forget what the application's called, but it was something, I don't even know what we called them, isolation was, education or something it like seems, that. It seems, it seems like a fever dream because it was so yeah. long ago. <laughs> But yeah, like I'll admit, like you were you were mostly doing it, and Jill was helping. But we were doing these like live stream interviews on Facebook, like live people was can just like pop the UAMA? in. Yeah, it was like it was like a kind of like an offshoot thing from the podcast. Like the podcast yeah. was over. We we're like, let's do something in between the pod, the season and next season. And like we did it like well, I don't can't say we. I barely did shit. But Josh, Josh <laughs> tried to do a bunch of episodes, <laughs> and we ended up doing a bunch of episodes, which was super cool but just asking a quick question asking for a friend that feeling of like could I have done more um when does that end uh I don't know once you get your first job I feel like then you just start to go once you're in there and then you're like okay I I did what I did everything I could have done and I don't I don't think I feel like you put a lot of pressure on yourself no matter what but people don't expect the same that you expect from yourself I think too very true very true is this because both of Mo and Janae are just now graduating and now Josh has also graduated. Um, is this like not done enough, quote unquote, as in like to set yourself up for further or like what what do you mean by your word you, have, you, didn't, you didn't do enough? No, Alex, just didn't party enough. You're really regretting. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Josh, I don't know who you're kidding. You party plenty. You're an animal. That was an animal. There's no in-person gatherings anymore, and I was just really disappointed. <laughs> like, uh, one last night is what I need. No, it was, I think it's just because you see, you see other people that you went to school with getting that one odd job, and you just wonder, like, did you, did you do enough to try to set yourself up as much as you could, or you see... Mm-hmm internships opening up all around the place and you go hire or you go apply and then you don't hear anything back and you're just kind of wondering like what is it about your resume that doesn't actually stand out to people and I think it's just I feel like it's when you don't have that sense of control you just start to kind of panic at least that's what I was doing and then once I got a job like a summer job to kind of hold me over I was less panicky but it's it's so funny because you can't control the timing of anything which is Mm-hmm. one thing that that experience definitely told me like I remember I think it was like a summer night I was getting ice cream with my friends and then I got an email on my phone and it was um Kiri who had hired me at FK and she's like hey are you still on the job market um we have a position and opening I'd like to hire I'd like to interview you and that was like I had just gotten that job at uh Old Strathcona Business Association so I was like you know, you spend two or three months trying to get a job, then you get one and then another job comes and then you got to quit one to get another. And it's just, it's like, (laughs) you can't control any of that, but 
I mean, you just kind of got to go with the flow. Yeah. 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 I think go with the flow for sure. It's hard yeah. to tell yourself that though in the moment. Easier when you're looking back. True. True. What was the transition like just going from like the amount of dedication to school and coursework and clubs and everything, transitioning from that into a role at an agency? Um, it's a lot more like it's just a lot of learning at the start. It's you kind of get thrown into everything. And I mean, it, uh, obviously, my experience is kind of nominal being virtual, but at least mm-hmm. my first few days on the job, we actually got to go into the office, even though it was like two other people there. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, I mean, I guess the transition is just, it's, it's almost like, you know, when you're in elementary school and you make it to grade six and you think you're kind of the shit and like you're better than all the other younger kids and then you show up to the first day of grade seven and you're like back at the bottom of the totem pole (laughs) that's like pretty much what that's what it's like in graduating university and then you start fresh it's like once you get that job you have to show up and you know you have to prove yourself again which is kind of funny it's like everything you do gets you to that point and then it's there's still a lot of expectation coming from that. So it's kind of funny because you think it's like you graduate, you did all you could. Now you just get to kind of coast and mm-hmm. get your job and hang out. But uh, it's definitely not like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me, you're telling me it's first day of high school all over again, <laughs> yeah. right out of university. <laughs> <laughs> Typically the worst day of most of our lives. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Josh, I, I'm sure you probably talked about this a bunch in the last year where you've been like working a new job, but how quickly did the, uh, did the imposter syndrome set in when you, when you got there on the first day or did it hit in the morning when you were getting ready to go in on your first day? Um, I don't know. I feel like I, it's nice because our agency is like pretty open that I remember one of our directors telling me that like like, the first day, the first couple of days, they sit you down and you do like a 15 to 30 minute talk with all the directors from the different departments. And one of the directors had told me, he's like, nobody here knows what they're doing. Like everyone, (laughs) everyone is learning and everyone's just trying to figure it out as you go. So they kind of set the expectation from the start that it's no one is expecting you to know anything off the bat. It's just like, if you're, curious and willing to learn then you're going to do really well and that was nice because I know that people experience that quite a bit and it's I feel like you always especially working virtually it's like that moment that someone asks you to do something and you're like oh yeah sure let's I'll do that and then you're sitting there and like 15 minutes goes by and you haven't put anything on the google doc and you're like wondering if you even know what you're doing (laughs) and it's funny because even like in the agency world, everything is time too. So it's like, you know, you're reviewing a document. It's like, you get 15 minutes to do it. And so you're sitting there like, you know, 15 minutes goes by and you didn't do anything. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, you can't. Yeah, and, and the nice thing about universities is you can procrastinate, but you can, you can like, kind of like protect yourself and like catch yourself right at the end. But mm-hmm. if you procrastinate in the agency world, you just get fired. It doesn't really work like that. <laughs> doesn't really work like that. <laughs> it's just it's a pretty quick, pretty quick solution to that problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to hear. That's good to hear that that it doesn't sound like you had too much imposter syndrome. And that's nice because I think that's probably most like first, like recent grads, like most just terrifying thing or like thing that gets in the way the most mentally, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. 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 I think it's tough when you don't know your role just yet too. Like it takes you 
even if you read the job description, you're like, okay, I'm going to be doing this, this, and that. It doesn't actually sink in until you've actually spent like a month or two in the role. And then you start to kind of figure out what you're meant to do. I feel like that's kind of where the imposter syndrome or like not knowing what to do next comes in. But hopefully if you're at the right place, it won't matter too much. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you know, some of the, like I know from last year, you know, some of the people already there. So I'm sure, although you didn't get to see them in person, it was nice to see some familiar faces in the Zoom calls and stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was, that was a huge thing too. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm interested in is like, what is it like to be able to just like close the laptop at five o'clock and just be like, I don't have to think about school. I don't have to think about studying. <laughs> like I'm, I'm done. I'm clocked out. Like, what is that like? It's funny. Cause you like, I feel like, um, like in school, I feel like the amount of procrastination do you just like adds to the time so much that <laughs> yes. the sense of the amount of work you've actually done is distorted <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> And a typical nine to five shift, I feel like I, if I'm dedicated to like, everything's on the clock. So I feel like you get more done than you, you would mm-hmm. like, it's just on your own time. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, the best thing is weekends, you don't have anything to do. Like that's, that's the nicest thing. And a thing that used to definitely get in the way of like having a balanced lifestyle in school is when you have to do stuff yeah. on the weekend and then, then you start class on Monday and you don't feel like you actually got a break, like. I feel like it's more like instead of a constant looming of like you have to do this stuff it's like you show up to work you do your stuff and then you go do whatever else you want in your life and that's that's definitely a better balance and you'll enjoy it for sure too. (laughs) I've been I've been waiting for this balance since probably like (laughs) maybe like fifth grade fourth grade like it's been a while what did you go through in middle school yeah (laughs) dedicated fourth grader i've been trust me trust me i've been waiting to be done with school for a very long time and get get my weekend i've just wanted my weekend for so long for Mm -hmm. so so long so i can't wait for that but i'm interested i meant i'm actually curious because like you like to do you're a quirky guy josh like you like to you like to try these like new things like you're into like all these weird little niche stuff so what have you been trying that's like with all this free time I know you've taken up some new hobbies for sure for sure you've taken on some new hobbies um I don't know if they're like new hobbies more so just like expanding upon other okay. hobbies like tell us tell us about those then well I brewed my first beer I guess that's kind see, of see what I'm telling you he's just like the quirkiest guy he's just the quirkiest guy <laughs> there's like nothing else to do I think it was like the f- was that like November lockdown where it's like absolutely nothing to do so I was like well yeah. I guess just instead of watching paint dry I'll just watch this beer ferment <laughs> unreal very At slow least watch process some bubbles or something <laughs> yeah. that, that should be like the new saying instead of like it's like watching paint dry the new saying should be like it's like watching beer ferment that should be the that should be the new one I think that's better <laughs> we could bring it is a little more quirky we could so like so like that's what i'm saying like the average person aka me like if i have nothing to do and i'm bored i'm just gonna binge netflix josh like let me just brew a beer like do you see like the difference <laughs> difference in the two paths we decided to go down <laughs> so, you see it right so other other than that other than brewing your own beer what else um got into rock climbing too but that was I'm more worse. so because my yeah you like rock climbing, Alex? I love rock climbing. Haven't been in a while, but I like it. Me too. Yeah, it's a fun time. 
it's definitely like i think it's the ultimate group hangout that and bowling Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. rock climbing and bowling are just two fun times equally as tough (laughs) i would have for different i don't know about that for sure sure. rock climbing is a good one yeah so so we got oh go ahead janae Oh, I was just going to say, I, uh, I feel like when I was younger, I was like, I would rock climb at like camp and stuff like summer camp. And it was always traumatizing because I was never good at it, but it was so scary. And like the instructors are like, you can do it. And you're like so young and afraid. And like the counselors are so old. And so it's just like so scary, but now everyone's getting into rock climbing and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to have to face my fear. Aren't I? <laughs> hey, literally it's only because I have long limbs that I'm good at it. <laughs> like there's oh, no other I, reason I, I, and 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 you are like you're you're nice and light you're nice and like a you're like a nimble feather yeah you're nice so you can just yeah. go around anywhere me that length I got, privilege yeah i'm 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 thick and i got short arms i'm not built i'm not built for rock climbing i have a very hard time a very, i don't like think you're definitely stronger than i am which means that you the, would be like better it's the only thing it's the only but, thing that gets me as far as i get if i didn't have it i'd be screwed yeah. but i'm not like actually good i just survive on some of them just because i'm like yeah. Oh, yeah you just reach for it and it's there <laughs> <laughs> Dude. congratulations by the way for anyone who doesn't yeah. know josh josh uh, just got engaged his wonderful girlfriend peyton and he cannot refer to her as the girlfriend anymore just as a rule you can't <laughs> yes. do that she yeah. reminds me of that quite a bit. What? <laughs> what's what's that been like? Oh, it's been a, a, a whirlwind. Like it's uh, fitting that in on top of like work and everything was just kind of crazy because it's like you get engaged and then the weekend is just like I was just full on like uh, whenever you have like a big life moment like that and you're just like you're the one that's planning it and like waiting for it to happen. I just remember like the Saturday before it happened, I was just sitting there like thinking about it the whole time and just like. <laughs> Dude. Had a bunch of anxiety about it. And then after it's done, it's just like everyone wants to like call you and congratulate you. And then you're back to work Monday. And then <laughs> back to work Monday. <laughs> he's I like remember. stressing. He's stressing all day. <laughs> Payne's walking by. He's like, ah, he's just watching his beer for men. It's all good. But he's like, Ugh. <laughs> um, so I, I saw I saw the Instagram pictures and they're beautiful. Well, like, do you want to just like run run? through like the, the the setup and like the whole the whole arrangement of the of the engagement yeah well it was very unique in my yeah opinion. yeah no it, it turned out unique because mostly because the weather like for anyone listening the photos are mostly like a blizzard and then there's two dots and it's me and Peyton because it was supposed to be a sunset photo shoot that was a surprise oh, oh really so, yeah there's actually oh, if you see that location on a, on a sunny day it's actually like this huge mountain range in the back and like a a wide open meadow and you couldn't see any of that <laughs> but yeah That's um, so funny. we were down in there's a lodge called mount engadine that's in spray lakes provincial park so it's a, it's a cool lodge it's like they don't have much cell service out there and it's like right in the back country mm-hmm. so it was really really cool to go there and just like they have a crazy amount of snow out there and we went cross-country skiing which is another thing I hadn't done before but that is also fun. If wow. anyone wants to try something quirky. Just quirky. Just quirky. <laughs> He's so quirky. You should have seen us. Like there is this. Most crushing this... right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know if you knew. I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but 
last year during during when me and Josh were recording like weekly episodes where we're like spending a lot of time around each other. I was like, I was for eight months, I was a third wheel with him and his girlfriend. Like I was there all the time. So so I was like trying like to like leaving going, love you. Love I, was, you. I, was, I was I was I was working on carving my little spot in that relationship. So I had to kind of fight Peyton off a little bit last year, but that's all. I'm not, she got I'm not the jealous. ring, man. Sorry to hear you got the ring. Yeah. Yo, you know what? The best winner can admit when he loses. So mm. I'm just gonna say, Peyton, you got him. You can have him. It's fine. You'll get him next time, champ. Maybe. Yeah. Where so were we? cross country skiing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, like cross country skiing. <laughs> Random transition. But uh, it is like it's a it's such a chill sport when you're just going like on a flat surface, and then when you're going downhill, it is like the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're on this like really easy course that these that these people told us that they were like experts. Like, oh yeah, like go straight don't go right or left like those are really hard so we're going straight and then all of a sudden it starts going down like super fast like it's just like straight down and like i i was going like i was flying i don't even know what speed i was going but like those <laughs> have no edges and i'm trying to do like a pizza and i literally just like split my ankles and just like face planted was this before it was just before you asked the you popped the question yeah, luckily oh, I wasn't planning to do it there, so I didn't have the ring on me or anything. So. Okay, but could you imagine just like lose like some front teeth? You just kind of go into like, will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> busted, <laughs> Bro- broken nose, black eye. <laughs> Please, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Keep going. This is this is beautiful. Well, and then we got down to this spot. I didn't, I didn't anticipate that there'd be any like romantic spots along the way. I thought it'd just be like a normal pathway, like kind of a trail. And then we got down to the spot that seemed like it could be a proposal spot. Like it was like this nice wooden bridge across this like babbling creek. And it was just like all really nice. And yeah, and then vocab. I know. <laughs> and then so like Peyton was taking photos of me and her and she's like, so do you want to ask me anything? And I was like, uh, nope, I do not, because I did not find for any of this. <laughs> and like, yeah, funny side she's story. She's so smart. Yeah, so she's smart. always one step ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Even when I asked her to be my girlfriend, we were at the keg and she said, she's like, uh, she's like, ask me to be your girlfriend. And I was like, uh, I was actually planning on doing that. So this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> So she did it she did it again for the proposal yeah that's so funny proposal. but yeah and then i'll speed this up because this story could go on forever but uh, <laughs> it's gonna anyway. be a two-parter it's okay we do a part one part two finale yeah, yeah. and then we that's how, that, that, that's how you draw them in you leave them hanging after the part one <laughs> yeah a little bit of marketing for you there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then and then the weather just started turning when we were going back so then it was like starting to blizzard and we got back to the car and it was like snowing real hard and then we had dinner and everything and then that was the, it was like eight o'clock and our photographers were supposed to meet us like and Peyton didn't know the photographers were there so we like go out to the spot where it's supposed to happen and there's just like this couple there that's taking photos of each other and we're like Peyton's kind of squeaking by I'm like oh sorry getting your photo like sorry getting your shot because they're like they're like oh like take a photo of me babe and then like they just look like they're a couple and then I was planning on like walking her out to the meadow if there was like something to see, but you literally couldn't see anything. So it was like 
it looked like I was gonna go like murder her in the abyss, you know, because I literally just like walked in, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so then I just stopped and I was like, okay, I think they can like see us and everything. And then I got down on one knee and everything. And then she just started crying and then they just started snapping photos and it was just really funny. Like it just, yeah, it was cool. Cause like the photos, if you do see them, they're just like, it's funny. It's like another one of those things you try to control it as much as you can. And then yeah, someone comes by and predict it and just makes it even better. Like they're really cool photos for that reason. So you're you're an account coordinator, right? Yes. What's that like? Like what's what's the role like? Um it's a lot of supporting like just kind of hopping in here and there and like I first started out you pretty much just jump into every meeting and you just take down notes pretty much of everything that went on and then you just create a little summary for everybody to remember what went on in the meeting. So like you start off very basic and doing things like that and then The nice thing about our agency is that it's if you show like that, you know what you're doing, people will give you more to do. So it's been nice because, you know, like an account director will give you something that maybe they they would do on their own, but they just want to see you try it out. So it's nice to actually be able to kind of expand your role beyond what it is, because I mean, account coordinator is mostly just like helping out with the day to day client stuff. And, you know, it's not the most glamorous work all the time but there's definitely parts of it that are really interesting and it's just cool to be like the part I enjoy about it most is that you get put on a bunch of different clients so like within the same day your thinking really stretches like in terms of the clients you're working on and the projects and like the challenges that you're facing and then you also just have different team members who are really smart and like really good at what they do so it's like it's a really good job to learn because the expectation is more just that you're there like supporting everyone and then there's not a huge expectation that it's like you're the one actually producing the work or anything like that so yeah that's kind of that's what like the entry-level job is for sure Mm -hmm. do you you mind giving us an example of like maybe one of those tasks that like your manager would give you that to, to test you out a little bit like what 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 might one of those look like Well, a big thing for accounts is always like brief writing. So it's like taking everything that the team working on it needs to know. And like, uh, one thing my, my boss, like Kiri told me too, is that creativity on the account side is a little bit different. Like it's more about having kind of contextual creativity and knowing like what needs to be included and what doesn't. And even when you're talking to clients, like every, every client likes to be talked to differently and likes different things and it those things are really hard to pick up on at the start so I mean to go back to brief writing it's like it it actually takes a lot of work to actually you know usually you get an hour to write a brief and that actually takes a bit of skill to be able to take like everything you need to know and put that on a on paper for like an hour worth of time like Mm -hmm. you definitely kind of have to be fast um and be good at writing too but um that's that's one that you enjoy because you you have to kind of like get really deep in that subject, whatever it is and like whatever challenge you're trying to solve and then just make sure that you define everything super clear. Cause that's another interesting thing is like at the start of every project, you like have to make sure that you've super well defined what you're doing and like who's doing it and what it's going to cost. Cause 
it's funny how sideways projects can go by just like clients asking for little things here and there. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're working on something that you didn't necessarily agree on at the start. So there's like, I feel like accounts is like the human side of business where it's like, you have to be really smart about just working with other people, knowing what they like, but then also controlling that aspect too. Like, cause you kind of have to, it's all about being the, the kind of middleman between the client and, and your project team. So it's, it's a fun role to be on because you kind of wear two different hats, as they say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can answer this question as honestly as you'd like to, um, <laughs> but how much from your degree has helped you so far in this new role? I feel like, I don't know, it's like the university experience was what I take away from it the most is just like, I feel like you grow a lot over your time in university. Like I feel like you start off as a, a young you know first year and you're just like absolutely I, yeah I feel like your views are very narrow in terms of like you know you just don't see the full picture and mm-hmm. then it's nice to it's like some of the classes I enjoyed the most in business weren't even business courses they were like psychology or mm-hmm. you know other other classes that just kind of explored different topics about yeah. like why people do certain things and yeah. you just kind of expand your own mind and I feel like that stretch of thinking to actually be able to like know your own beliefs and your own values but then actually be able to like understand others and the reason why other people do other things is really powerful Mm -hmm. in this role but in terms of like I couldn't point to like you know operations management 352 where they got me this job like (laughs) they're all they're good skills to have like we definitely do a lot of like budget control and reporting and that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. you know you have to have some basic understanding of numbers but it's nothing that you can't learn on the job too for sure mm-hmm. yeah that, that's thing, a good point the thing with education too though right is like and and i've kind of learned this from just like theater classes because <laughs> theater classes are whack <laughs> they'll be like embody an animal that pushes and then you're like embodying it and you're like why would i ever need to it's like exercises it's like exercises right. exactly that's why it's weird because mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with an actual performance but it's like one of those things where it teaches you like a way to move or a way to think or something like that that mm. in the moment you're like i don't really get why i'm doing this or when i'm going to use it and then like 10 years later you're going to be doing something and you're going to be like oh mm-hmm. i can kind of use this so that's kind of how I approach like my other education as well, where I'm like, am I directly going to be using this lecture? Maybe, maybe not all the time, but down the line, eventually something may click. And so much of the marketing shit that you guys know is stuff that honestly you guys take for granted by now as well. <laughs> yeah, You'll be like, yeah, it's that's just, true. it's just basic marketing stuff. <laughs> Ask any science student, basic marketing stuff. Oh, I, know, right? I mess oh, with yeah. my sister all the time because my sister, she's, she's a big science person. And she tries to understand marketing just to just to relate with me because she's just like a, she's trying mm-hmm. to connect with me. So like we'll be like uh, at the mall. My siblings I trying know, to connect when, with when your siblings want to actually have a relationship with you. Uh, <laughs> she's trying to empathize. I don't. No, I don't know kidding, why. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was like, you just don't understand. <laughs> I just, uh, just don't get it. You're not. This is like, you're not a marketer like me. You're not <laughs> yeah. marketing like I am. No, but she'd be like, so is that like is that like a promotion or like is there just are they is that ad supposed to like do like what are they trying to do so she tries to they try to wrap their head around it but for sure 
you need to you need that base level education absolutely absolutely um i also want to say i'm really glad that you say that a powerful part of the job is so far has been seeing why people do the things they do or like act in the way they choose to act and like when people ask me why i chose marketing it's because I, that i'm so curious about why people do the things they do so i'm glad that that still carries on and yeah. Even though that's what I wanted to study, I wasn't smart enough to get a psychology degree, so I chose marketing. <laughs> Here we are. So, um, but I'm glad. I'm glad it still applies. I'm glad because, like, I was scared that it just becomes like, uh, just like numbers and computers once you get into the workforce. But it sounds like there's still yeah. a human element to it. Definitely. Today. Well, and yeah. that was the thing that used to frustrate me about sitting in marketing classes is like sometimes people just there's a lot of judgment rather than like understanding and curiosity. Like everyone's saying, yeah. like, oh. Like personally, that campaign didn't actually, you know, resonate with me. Like, yeah. Like what? The yeah. Campaign. That's every <laughs> single marketing position I give. Oh. Yeah, and then you listen yeah. to three people just debate their personal values about a campaign that's not even targeted towards them. It's like, well, you're clearly missing the whole point of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I catch myself doing that. Like when I uh, when I see like when I you know, come across accidentally, accidentally, some cartoon networks or whatever, some channels. I'm like, oh, mine were so better, but these are so annoying. I'm like, yeah, they're annoying. I'm 22. They're not supposed to be for me. <laughs> like, so like trying to shift your perspective to understand that not everything, we all think we're the main character. So we think everything is marketed for us. And if it doesn't fit with our values, then that's a bad ad mm-hmm. or that, that's a bad idea. So that's a very good point. And I think more people need to try to do that, but that's harder said than done. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> gems, yeah. dropping yeah. bombs Spoken on you guys. Like a, like a true graduate okay. here. So, so then, okay, let's Feels turn the table to you two then, because this is just much <laughs> your graduation. Episode. Yeah, Josh, Josh, we're flipping the script. You start interviewing us like the good old days. <laughs> Okay. So, so what is what are the first few days here? What's the first week like being done? Does it feel real? Does it not? What do you do with yourself? Walk us through it. I still feel busy is the thing. So but with what? You don't know with what though. You just feel busy, but you don't know with what. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And it's just, the weirdest feeling. Yeah. And I'm still working and then I'll move into full time next week, but it just feels like I'm, it feels normal and I'm still stressed and I'm still doing like podcast stuff. So like today I spent all day editing. So it's like, I'm still on my laptop. Doesn't feel different yet. <laughs> and you're, you're in a very different position because you're going to be jumping into, I guess, full-time work, like right away. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. yeah. So you not really much of a chance to like take a breath. I know. Especially because <laughs> you're from home, right? Like it's not even, because yeah. what I found with final season this year too, I was like, <laughs> it's final season now but it was like yeah. what i stopped catching up on like my yeah. asynchronous class stopped uploading and now i have a test to write like yeah. what's the difference you know i i haven't stopped going to campus there's no like yeah. there's no like physical switch that happens and it's going to be the same with work where you're like well yeah. i was sitting in this room studying for my damn exam too <laughs> except now i have to write like three briefs so it's too real <laughs> yeah that's true our situations are very different i'm I mean, honestly, I think there's pros and cons to both both situations. Like, mm-hmm. while I have the peace of mind, I'm also I have the instability and the panic of like, where's my job? I need a job. <laughs> so yeah, I had the same thing. For me, it was like a, a bit of a lot, like a 
I was like, well, who, like, what, what's my identity? Cause like up until mm-hmm. now, when everybody asks me like, what do you do? Like, I'm a student, I'm a student. It's just like a quick answer. I've just been a student for so long. So it's yeah. kind of all I know. So like now that I'm not one anymore, I'm like, what is my identity? Like who, the, who am I? I'm looking, I'm, yeah. I stare at myself. I, 80% of the day is me staring myself in the mirror, trying to figure it out. Like I'm just <laughs> staring. Mo's been so busy. He doesn't even know how mirrors work. He's in his bathroom going, oh, how did his hand move at the same time? This guy's so fast. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's been like yeah, I'm busy, but I don't know with what. But to be honest, for the first full week, I just because I, I was just I was so burnt out, mm-hmm. I just did mm-hmm. nothing. I I was like, you know what? For a week, there's no rules. I slept at four in the morning. I woke up. I got out of bed at three p.m. Some days. Yeah, and then the next it's day, it's like a release. It's a release. Like I needed a release. Everything go years. Just letting years. all my terrible <laughs> habits that I've been suppressing. I'm just gonna let them go right now because mm. I need to start adulting sometime soon. Sure. yeah uh but then today like just been productive you know i woke up at 10 wasn't too early but still you know better than three some would argue mm-hmm. um and yeah it's been like a normal day and that now i feel like more i'm getting getting into my groove i'm getting started yeah. trying to trying to see what's next but oh, the first week with the first week was troubling for sure was, i'll was, give you your buzzword say. when they're like what's... what are you doing what are you up to just be like i'm in between jobs right now <laughs> That's amazing. I'm gonna. I'm in between jobs. I'm in between jobs. Yeah. What do you used to do? Uh, 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 I'm just in between jobs. Yeah. Used to do stuff with like the retail school retail. If I say I was a researcher for the last like eight four years, not totally wrong. I've been doing a lot of researching. Not completely false. Yeah. No. Not at all. Because if you're in between jobs, you know it's not quite as depressing as like I'm jobless. Just you know, it's kind of like you leave the door open a little bit. Yeah. 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 Very true. I'm just around. Yeah. Was, um, the, was that your experience, Josh? Like, did you find you had to deal with some burnout and the rebound of that after like you graduated? Re- releasing university toxins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true for sure. Like, you just feel tired after all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's good to give yourself some time. Like, well, I mean, whatever works for you, but it's also nice to have some time if you can take the time to just kind of even if it's like a couple of days after that last exam to do nothing. Totally. Yeah. Um, how about this? Let's, let's end it. Let's end it on a, on a fun question. Um, I don't, okay. First of all, tell me like, are you allowed, you're not allowed to talk about your projects while you're working on them. Right. Like that's a big no, no in the agency world. Right. That's the thing or no. Uh, I didn't get the media debrief before this uh, meeting. <laughs> did you, you didn't clear the by form? them first. Yeah. Did the, legal, <laughs> did the marketing major legal team. Did we not get to the, send you the the media Did our legal form? team not get to your legal team Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm, starting to, oh. I'm starting to think this legal team doesn't exist anymore Mo. you know what I don't know. they've been lacking you know all what? season we've been in some definitely some hot water recently so i don't know where they've been yeah i don't know where they've been <laughs> <laughs> but fine if, if uh so maybe it's not, it's not so black and white mm-hmm. this just i just wanted to know what was like the coolest client you've had someone that like either like you've been a a fan of or you've been uh, a customer of or just a brand that inspired you that you've worked on because I know FKA does a lot of local local brands correct Mm -hmm. so has there been any anything that has excited you so much that like in your past year uh well the, the coolest one for me was actually fairly recently like I got put on a project that was just me and our uh, art director Gord and then it was just me and him on this project. We were working with, um, it's called Nude Market and they do natural peanut butter out of Calgary. Mm-hmm. And 
it's actually just this lady who does it all herself. Like she roasts the peanuts, puts them into the jars and does all the labeling and the design and everything like that. Wow. And then she came to us and just wanted to update her logo. And because she wanted to go kind of west towards Vancouver and Seattle and, and kind of that market. So we were looking at trademarking her logo. So we just really took what she had and then made it more like refined and mm. kind of professional looking. Um, but that one was fun because I was telling my my boss too after the project that it was just fun to I feel like a lot of time when you're learning, you're always with someone else and you're you're always like wondering when's a good time to step into the conversation or like when is mm. when does my opinion actually matter? And then when it's just you and the client and and Gord, like the art director, it's nice just to actually be like it, it's the expectation that you lead the meeting and you're the one that asks the questions and stuff. So that one was fun because I just enjoy the autonomy too of actually being able to kind of control the conversation. And it's like podcasting again, you know, you're just interviewing the client technically. And then you kind of just, you get to use your own voice for everything. And like that's like, okay, cause sometimes they want to like review what you've said or, you know, like the, if an email, an important email goes to client, you have to like send it for, review before it goes out because obviously like I'm not not the greatest speller and sometimes there's spine mistakes and whatnot but it, it it was really nice to kind of just be able to do everything on my own and just kind of learn from that experience and then like the best thing about this job is just when people are super excited about what you've done for them at the end of the day like and technically I didn't even do anything I didn't design anything I didn't touch the product but <laughs> I mean I helped out and then I kind of like coordinated it hence the job but um yeah just like it's awesome to see the satisfaction when you do like a really good job and then even just getting to like I always really enjoy the creative projects too like just getting to be in the design space and talking with the designer about you know all the all the different things about like determining what typeface to use and what looks mm -hmm. best and like logo placements and all that different stuff and then like even within that day working on that project I'll be working on some sort of like web development project or something like that so i also think that's one thing i didn't fully understand until i started working here is like what a full service agency actually means like it it is quite a broad offering and it really like stretches your mind too so it's a pretty pretty fun job to be in especially it just feels like an extension of university where you're learning um things that you're interested in but you're actually getting paid too which is nice <laughs> Totally. Well, you, you've sold me. That sounds like a fun job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right, I'll come uh, I'll join. I'll do it. I'll <laughs> do it. Uh, Stop asking. Just send me the papers. Jeez. My goodness. <laughs> no, but that's great that you, you feel like you're able to, to make an impact and I guess use your voice in a way only a year in, really. Yeah. Which is early or that's late, a I guess, depending on the mentality you have coming out of coming out of university. Um. For most people, it's probably early, man. Like a lot yeah. of people just kind of like just go under the radar for as long as they can. That's true. You know, and so that's really cool that like I think it's the nice thing too. I think I think I remember us having conversations last year about you know what kind of agency, you know, the culture, the vibe in yeah. there, and like I think I think you you were you were looking to join like a um, a more tight knit, you know, closer agency and less 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 kind of people. Um, in the conference room, you know, just less less people in in the meetings, and giving you chances to actually like get your hands on on some of the projects. So it's cool that you got to do that, man. 
that sounds like a like a really really cool job yeah it's definitely like for for finding a new job like that's one of the best things you can do is just try to get to know the people before you start there and and see what kind of culture there is and if you actually want to work there and if you like the people there then i feel like you're just gonna do really well it's like it's it's honestly the biggest thing like the work is one thing but if you have people that you really like and you enjoy working with it's like it's like when a when a group project in university goes really well and you're just feeling yeah you know you're riding the high and then if you get on the next group project and your your team sucks it's like completely (laughs) different it could be the same project but completely different experiences yeah it's true it's true Absolutely. and and nobody knows that more than marketing majors uh, yeah. people listening the, the amount of projects group projects we get handed every semester is absolutely ridiculous and you're just bound to get some awful pro- awful groups that's the worst <laughs> and what happens yeah. uh, well they always say they always say like everyone's always like well in the real world you can't actually pick your team but and at the start at least so. <laughs> <laughs> hey that's a really good point that's like yeah. a thing really though. They're like, you don't get to pick your team, but then like when you interview and apply, like yeah. you can you can pick. Like you can yeah. pick something yeah. that works yeah, for you. Too. It's not yeah. just if you work for them, it's like they they like yeah. they, they need to work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like companies just snatch you up and you're like, hey, you're working here now. Like, well, <laughs> what's <Yeah>. happening? <laughs> and even if they do, and even if you do apply somewhere and you've gone through it and they give you an offer, like just because you have an offer, but you kind of got weird vibes. Yeah. That doesn't mean you need to necessarily take the offer. I mean, sometimes sure. it's a little scary if you have nothing else, but <laughs> sometimes no, it's definitely. worth holding out. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I guess, okay. One last question for you, Josh. Do you have any advice or words of wisdom for these marketing major graduates heading off into the world outside of the school of business? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess like in terms of advice, um, I feel like that some of the best advice I ever got was just like one advice from myself would be like, just don't, don't stress yourself out so much when you graduate. And like, it's not, there's not really a rush to start working right away. I think that's like one thing I didn't see necessarily. Like I was really focused on getting a job out of school and wanting to kind of like, you know, get going with my career. But once you start and like, then you're just working like all the time. Right. So you need to make sure that it, it's actually something you want to be doing and like mm-hmm. you actually enjoy it. Like take a bit of time to make sure that that's actually what you want to do. Cause once you, once you actually start the job, you're kind of not necessarily locked in, but I mean, when you graduate, it's easy to kind of, if you want to, in a normal time, like go, go to the mountains for a weekend or something, it's a lot easier to do that. than when you're actually working full time, you get like, it's back to the, you know, you get two weeks a year kind of thing. And it, it's like <laughs> a, a way different um, experience. And then the other thing I'd say too, is just like, it takes, I mean, I feel like you perform better at work when you're, when you're sure of yourself and like who you are as a person. I, I feel like that takes some time in university and I'm still learning, you know, like exactly just who I am and myself and like learning that, self-confidence too in a room and I feel like it's hard when you're when you start a job to always have that confidence as a new person but it's just good to like remind yourself that you've put in all the effort throughout school to get where you are and you know like there's no one better suited to be in that job than you like obviously they if you get a job they've seen something in you that they admire and like you just kind of have to trust that 
over time, you're going to get where you want to be too. Cause I feel like when you get a job, you really want to prove yourself and you might be hard on yourself if you don't grow as fast as you think you should. Or if like one day you mess up on a project and you, you take that to heart, I feel like you just kind of have to be in a mindset that you're not going to get to where you want to be like right away. Like it's, it's definitely, it takes a while, like to get where you want to go. And there's also no rush to get there necessarily. I feel like that's a clean wrap to my speech. <laughs> that was, no, that was, that was, wow. that, was be- that was beautifully said. And um, this, this was, this has been um, oddly familiar as, as much as it's, <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been obviously different. It's been fun having you on, I guess, the other side. I can tell you're, you're a little more comfortable on this side of the mic uh, as the interviewer than the interviewee. <laughs> and I've kind of always known that. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's yeah. easier to ask the questions. But. For sure, for sure. But man, this has been, this has been a pleasure and uh, a, really nice, a, real, a really nice way to wrap things up for me too, uh, to, to have it with you, uh, you know, where it all started. It's a nice full circle moment. It's yeah. everybody, everybody who's ever worked on the podcast is is here right now kind of fun whoa <laughs> literally yeah no pretty much i mean well we can't give i feel like if, if jill if you're listening you did do a lot of social media yeah. stuff last year so jill, you did yeah. work on it too she was the um, creative director at one point she she, she was the creative <laughs> director of the club and we didn't have a we didn't have our own janae last year so so she, she just she just took on the, the podcast stuff but amazing yeah she she definitely helped out a ton too so mostly everybody four out of five mostly everybody yeah, yeah. Yeah, the social media stuff looks awesome too. That's oh, all Janae. That's all Janae. Yeah. There was, but the rest is crap, right, Josh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't speak to the other stuff. The whole, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Don't <laughs> talk the host. We won't get into it. We won't get into it. <laughs> yeah. I no actually, feedback. That's one thing I was going to say. I do like how you guys add a bit more conversation like between you guys too. That's one thing I didn't really focus on. Like it was more just like interviewing the guests, but I, I do like that you guys have a bit of actual conversation between you two because like or you three because it's it is interesting to like have that common experience as a listener like if you're if you're a student you want to hear what other students have to say too not just the guests so i like it he gets it he gets yeah. it, he did it. <laughs> he did it. hey honestly that's the validation i've been waiting for all season josh <laughs> i'm not joking i should have said it earlier <laughs> I would, I, you, you were oddly quiet all season i was like does he hate it he probably hates it yeah <laughs> i just unfollow all you guys oh, just no. unfollows blocks my numbers like they ruined it fucking assholes oh, no. but <laughs> but no no i'm i'm so happy you said that and uh that means that means a lot um for sure for sure mm-hmm. I guess I guess the the only thing I've left to tell you, Josh, is thank you. I just wanted to thank you for for doing this thing and for for taking the time today too to to help me finish and wrap it up. Yeah, of course, and congrats yeah. on graduating, Mel. That's exciting. Thanks, buddy. Janaea too. We're all, we're all yeah. graduating. And Janaea. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, Alex, uh, what's your story? I got two more. <laughs> I got two more years in the in the yeah. in the slums here. <laughs> I guess I guess Josh will. Uh, We'll, we'll tie you in. Alex is going to be heading the thing, uh, the whole thing next year. So we have, we have the three generations the right all one. here. That's the prodigal exciting. son. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so the prod- <laughs> I guess you're the prodigal, Alex, you're technically the prodigal like grandson. 
Yeah, it's, it's the family trees getting a little convoluted, but it's yeah. there. It's a little weird. Yeah. It's a little walking tree. Yeah. I feel like Alex was the host we needed all along. Maybe I, wow. that, that's I saw I saw it in him, and I had to bring I had to bring him on the team. So yeah, he was like, "This dude does not know shit." Yeah, <laughs> he'll do all right. He'll be fine. He'll yeah. figure it out. All right, awesome. Josh. Thanks for today. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks, guys. That's a wrap. Nice. That's a wrap. Nice. Wow.